This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Jess is uh, sitting here telling me about something that happened, what, seven years? The kid's like, what, 14 now? Hello? How old's the kid? Uh, I don't know how old he is, but like all I'm thinking now is like these kids are going to be mortified. Like Just, with how much information was on TV oh, and it's yeah. accessible. Well, they're all going to be like. Well, no, it's going to be fine. But I think, I mean, I'm low key. I think it's awesome at the same time. I wish I had that many family videos. But like the fact that you can watch your mother pull you out of her fucking vagina and that <laughs> the entire world can also watch your birthing video whenever they want, like me in 2021. It'd be weird, right? You're like, like wow, interesting. Well, hi, everybody. Uh, welcome to episode 55, 55. Woo! What up, YouTube? If you're just uh, tuning into the YouTube show, Jess was telling me that she's catching up on Keeping I'm, Up with I'm the Kardashians. Watching, I'm watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians for the very first time. I've never watched it ever. But you're like watching it backwards, right? Well, I tried. I watched the final season and I was like, damn, this is deep. And I was like, I want to go backwards. And then that was so confusing. It didn't make any sense. And so Garage Boy was like, if you're going to do this, you need to start at the beginning so you, like, understand. And now I am, and I'm, like, shook. I don't... Is there any chance the Kardashian kids are not completely screwed up? No, I don't think they're screwed up. It's just shocking to me. Because, like, okay, this is what happened yesterday that I'm like... <laughs> and by I yesterday, you mean, like, seven years ago, right? <laughs> like, this is not... Like, for anybody that watches the Kardashians, you're listening to this, you're probably so annoyed. Because Jess is just catching up. So, like, in real time, like, when was this episode... When did this air? I don't you know? know early i have no idea this okay. is like season five like okay. early 2000s but what's crazy to me is that like courtney and scott just had their first baby mason mason's in the car seat in the back seat and she needs to get lube and like they're having this full conversation about how she needs lube because she wants to have another baby yeah. but obviously when it's that close like your body's going through all these things so sure. she needs lube and i'm like mason's gonna watch this episode and, and like, he's gonna be in the car and like listen to the, her, his parents conversation while he's his little baby in the car seat and courtney's like i don't want to go in there and scott's like i don't want to go in there would you die like think about it you Isn't had to that watch funny? like if you had to watch a video of your parents talking about lube like, one day i need to get lube like i'm breastfeeding right now so it's not saucy down there nope. like it usually is isn't nope. that crazy those are mm -hmm. her words don't want it. I don't want any of that. It makes me feel more comfortable now. Like if I wanted to like do a play-by-play -play of when I have a baby. You know we're going to have to milk it, right? I hate radio people that are like, my kids' lives are private. I'm like, no, they're not. No, they're not. Not if you're a good radio person, they're not. And it sucks, but like 
I don't even think about like privacy. Like I feel like I'm going to use listeners as such a huge. Oh yeah, for like, sure. As a resource. <laughs> just, no, I'm as so... like a resource. Like literally, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be like, because I was thinking about this. Because right now in the season, Wait, really quick, can I just intro the podcast and turn the music? Oh off? yeah, sorry. Welcome to uh, episode number 55, everybody. <laughs> they did. They literally did say we would not make 55 episodes of this show. They did. No one uh, said. They did say that. They did. No one said that. It was on Reddit. No. It was a fucking thread on Reddit. You're the only one that uses Reddit <laughs> in 2021. Anyway, thanks for being here. In case you're brand new, uh, this is not like the radio show. So. No. If you're here, we're not here for it. We're not here for it. We're not here for it. <laughs> I'm just not today. Not Wednesday. We gotta start recording a different day. Wednesday's yeah. the worst day. You're, you're you're the biggest brat on Wednesdays. I feel like if there's it's a, my worst day, which, of the week. which day of the week is the worst to be with you is Wednesday. It's Wednesdays. So whenever you're complaining and whenever you say dumbass shit, I don't even say. I just let you say <laughs> it and I just keep on keeping on. Here's Kramer's <laughs> complaint, and that's it with you're a like, K. And that's why I'm still single. And I'm like, well, this is Jess, and that was your top three. Yeah. Wait, what was it about? You're like, and this is why I'm just saying. Oh, because we, we were talking about Pete Davidson today. And but, they were like, Pete's so great because he's a mama's boy and he's charming and he's funny. I was like, like well. Oh, angry over here. And I'm like, yeah, okay, well. And here's, and, here's, right? and here's traffic and you can have a vacation for two coming up next. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give you Kramer's complaint of the day. No. Just really quick okay, about, about listeners. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. Go ahead. Go ahead. Get it out. Get it out. Get it out. It's got to come out sometime. You want to come out the real way or me being mad about something yeah, else just, later on? Yeah, just hurry up. It's a speed music. Go. Y'all, today, we're talking about one in six people have never left their home state. You're so... Okay. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Right? Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. it's fine. Like, it's it's kind of a crazy... Like, to hear, to hear someone talk about how they've never left their state, it's pretty abnormal. So, like, we were going to search for those... People, if it's true, one in six people have never done it. We should be able to get people on the phone, right? We got some, me, yeah, some okay stuff. And obviously, from a content point of view, it's just from the angle of like being such a, just being like, just loving your home so much, just not even leaving, yeah. not, not wanting to leave because yeah. you're like, why would I leave? Like I love it here. Or I'm like, not going for whatever anywhere. reason. Yeah, like, yeah, why? yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, you you got to admit, you don't know a lot of people that have never traveled outside their own state. It sounds weird, right? Mm. I'll be goddamned. Okay, privileged. Yeah. <laughs> Kramer sounded like a f- fucking privileged motherfucker right now. Oh, you get to leave your state? You know there's people in poverty that can't leave the state, right? And I'm like... But here's the thing. It doesn't happen on Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, or Fridays. Yeah. And it wasn't like our poll that we made. It wasn't our survey. It was just, we were just going off of like a new thing in the news. They're like, one in six people. It's <gasps> yeah. Kramer's complaint for today, baby. It's not a big deal. Okay. I want to talk about not serious shit first, and then we'll get serious. Okay. Okay. I'm going to make a statement in about 10 minutes that I feel like if you're over the age of 30, you're going to agree with it. If you're under the age of 20, uh, 30, you're going to, you're going to be offended by it. But I have to say it because... I want to know if it's true and if women realize... You think people under the age of 30 are going to be offended? I think you will. I, I think that because... But people over 30 will not be will offended? Will not be. I think that every woman over the age of 30 will absolutely agree with the statement that I'm going to make. Okay. And I think that every woman under the age of 30 is going to feel like, ah, mm-hmm. 
Then one in sticks at poverty. It's going to be the same kind of bullshit. Yeah, because you know how women think, but go on. <laughs> but I just, I feel like you're not going to accept this statement well, but okay. I have to make it said. And honestly, it comes from a place of love. Right, right, right. It right. really does. It comes from a place of like, um, we'll get to it in a second. Yeah, just say it. No, no, we'll get to it in a second because I want to do this first. Okay. Um, how's your emotional maturity? I think it's pretty good. Do you? I do. And I'm really proud of where I'm at because it's something that I've worked on for a really long time and continue to work on. It's a ever evolving process for me. The reason I'm asking this question, let me, I got to pull this back up now. Damn it. Um, I, we were talking on the radio show today about the number one thing that single people are looking for in 2022 is going to be people that are emotionally mature. And I'm like, which is in like five days, by the way. Yeah. So like get your shit together. <laughs> um, I mean, I hear that word a lot, but I'm like, what exactly is that? Mm-hmm. Is it like just being mature? But like, someone says like being mature, but like emotional maturity. And I think this can actually work with people in relationships too, because obviously if it's something that is so desired by singles, and I would assume this is what a lot of people want in their relationships too. Yeah, if it can benefit you with communication. So then I started like Googling, okay, so what exactly does it mean? Um says, when we think of someone who's emotionally mature, we typically picture a person who has a good understanding of who they are. Mm-hmm. Even if they don't have all the answers, emotional mature individuals gives off a sense of calm amid the storm. Uh, they're the ones that look, uh, who, who we look to when going through a difficult time because they perform well under stress. They know how to respond to tough situations and still keep their cool. It's a skill set that can consistently work over time. Mm-hmm. So... No matter what it is, if it's a fight that you're in, if it's, uh, oh, my God, somebody got cancer. Oh, my God. At work, there is ex- this explosion. Can this person, like, keep their shit together is kind of like what I'm what I'm getting from this. Yeah? Okay. Do you agree with what, what I just read? That's how it... Uh, I don't agree with the, some of the examples that you used because that's like, I mean, if there's an explosion, I'm not going to be like, hey, so I just wanted to let you know that a bomb just went off next to my job. But kind of you know though, I mean? because like, like because like if it's, let's, let's, like, this is so morbid, but like let's say a bomb were to go off right now, like I would obviously turn to someone's like, okay, listen, let's, we got to focus. We got to get a plan to like get everybody out of here versus someone it, be like, oh, ah, you know, to me, when it comes to this actual question of, of in like according to singles or people in relationships to me emotional maturity is when you have the ability to communicate with how you're feeling and where you're coming from in a specific situation in a conversation and an altercation whatever and then also allow your partner to do the same and you guys can have a dialogue to me that's emotional maturity and being able to have that in like fun situations or in uncomfortable situations when someone messed up this says, in other words, emotional maturity is when someone can manage their emotions no matter their circumstance. Mm-hmm. And okay, I like that. So then I'm like, well, am I emotionally mature? Like, can I handle myself maturely in all situations? And I think the answer is no. But they actually have a test on here, like questions to ask yourself. Um one thing it goes on to say, like, does that have anything to do with age? Mm-hmm. And that just says yes and no. Uh, basically, it has to do with like the how developed your brain is in the first place. Um, but I think that it, has to do with experience. It can too. also be based on experience and kind of what somebody's been through before and how they've also treated, been around people who have treated um, 
issues in the past. You know, it's like if your parents weren't like if your parents were explosive, you may be explosive because it's kind of what you're used to, right? Right. Uh, okay, so is there any way to test your emotional security? This says there are tons of online tests and quizzes that can determine your maturity level. Many of these are for entertainment purposes and are not, not clinically reliable or valid. You can start off by asking yourself some basic questions mm-hmm. to get a sense of where you are, okay? Question number one, here we go. Okay. How did you respond to a recent stressful situation? Okay? Yeah. Says whether you're, you know, got a looming deadline at work, or you've expressed your need uh, need for a break. Did you snap at a coworker or blow off steam at the gym later that evening? Mm-hmm. Becoming upset with others or failing to acknowledge our own needs is a sign that you are you may need to develop your maturity. Yeah, Jess, give me your most recent stressful situation. My sister texted me, um, "What kind of couch do you have?" And just that was the only text, like no context, no information, whatever, right? Which I obviously know there's other information to that. And like probably a couple years ago, that would trigger me because I'm like, what's going on? What are you doing? Where are you moving? Like, what the fuck? All this kind of shit, right? So I call her and I'm like, hey, when you, before you send me a message like that, asking me like where I got my couch from, because obviously that's hinting that you're moving, probably moving somewhere with your boyfriend, making some sort of life change. Can you please share that information with me instead of just like sending me a text? Because oh. when you, I was like, I don't appreciate when you try to like drop bombs like that on yeah. me. And I'd rather you kind of have that conversation with me and share that with me because I want to go through that with you, that that kind of situation. You know what I mean? So that's what, that's what the text meant. You assumed it was her moving. Which it is, which yeah. is like, it, it's a possibility, you know? Yeah. So I was just like, hey, it, it's yeah, I don't like it when you drop life bombs on that with like like that on me. And then, you know, you want support immediately, but you don't give time people time to like kind of sit with it. And because that's that can be shocking to some that right? if somebody texts you and said, hey, where's a good place to get like a tombstone? Right. And you're like, <laughs> and you're like what, what the, the fuck? fuck? <laughs> right. So I, I I calmly called her and I was like, can you please moving forward, have a conversation with me or just, I just want to know what's going on in your life. And she apologized. Fair. Now, do you handle it the same way with garage? Yes. You, you would. So, so take me to your last stressful situation with garage, maybe a fight. And like, were you just like, okay, let's discuss this. Or are you still, cause I, I that, listen, it's, I'm not saying it's an easy trait. Oh, no, yeah. No, the perfect example was like legitimately like Friday, Friday the other yeah. week. So just to cap, if you don't listen to the show, one of the stories from Friday, Friday was him, um, I something happened to where he, he fucked up yeah. and he had done this before and it made me really, really upset. I knew that he was about to go somewhere and like go to church and like play basketball and stuff. And so I wasn't about to like get in a fight or a deep ass conversation with him right before he's going to get on the road and right before he's going to go hang out with people because I didn't want to affect his mood right. and how he was going to feel or give him anxiety. So all I did was like, hey, that really bothered me. But when you get back, like, I just want to talk about it a little more. And then when he got back, we were able to go into, like, more of a deeper conversation. Whereas a long time ago, I think I would have immediately just, like, popped the fuck off. But Mm -hmm. I was like, to me, it's more important that he enjoys this experience and that he's, like, level-headed on the road. I can put my shit on pause. And then when he gets back, then I can have this conversation and explain to him why I was so upset and And why he he hurt my feelings. Was it calm when he got back? Yeah. Oh, good. That's really good. Mm -hmm. I I I don't do well with that shit. I'm, I mean, I'm be- I'm much better, but I'll still, I'll still be a hothead over things, but I can catch myself doing it now. And then the question is like, do I want to continue to go or no? You know what I mean? Well, exactly. It's like, I have the, <laughs> now that I have the ability to recognize like what I'm about to do yeah. or like where I'm about to go, 
do I want to go down that path or do I want to stop and have a more constructive conversation and use this opportunity to be better? Because at least for me, the reason why that's been so important with us is because a lot I don't have I can't just run away. I was notorious for that. Like I would just fucking dip. Yeah. I would like go go to someone else's house, not respond and like show up whenever the fuck I felt like coming back because I was so upset. But it's like, I can't do that because he doesn't have anyone here. So what am I going to do? Isolate this man when he's across the country? No, I can't. Yeah. You wish you could though? No, I can't God, that do that. used to drive me crazy. Miss California used to be that way. She used to be one of those people that actually a lot of, a lot of women that I've dated have been that way where they'll just like, we're like, just, I can't do this. I just need like to go. Disappear. Yeah. But I don't have any, like, I can't do that. Uh, okay. Question number two, how have you coped with unexpected change? It says when your BFF uh, reports a new promotion that they uh, or that they're engaged, how did you react? Did you wish them well and ask how you could help them celebrate or did you withdraw and become annoyed at them sharing details? People with emotional maturity are able to express their joy to uh, to others even amidst of sudden change. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you get you get popped. Well, I think it kind of goes with what you just said with your sister, you know, Um unexpected change how do you cope with it i feel like that example i don't like that example because that's not hard like i i I can be happy for whoever i think the change is like when like you are put into a different situation or an environment that's uncomfortable for you yeah and that's that's when it's a little difficult how do you cope with unexpected change how have you coped with unexpected change uh i mean the only unexpected change. Okay, for example, let's just, let's say this may be this may be like a better example. Let's say because those are, those are kind of weird. Yeah, of course um, I'm gonna be happy if someone gets a fucking promotion. No, but like if somebody pops you with something that like shocks you, like one of your friends, like no. maybe they, they, all of a sudden they're back with somebody that you don't like. I guess my sister would be because I'm not happy about that, but I'm not gonna like shit on her parade. Like how, she's excited about it. How you handle that? I said. I'm a resource for you. Like, please don't forget that these are things that I've been through. So I want like, you know, if you need help or need advice, ask me, you know, because I want to go through that with you. I don't want to find out things about your life from mom and dad. I want to find them out from you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I'm trying to think if anyone's dropped a bomb on me recently, how I acted about it. That's how I was on the phone. I got off the phone and I cried. But to her. (laughs) To her, you were completely mature. That's all that matters. The only thing I think of recently is my my sister dropped a bomb on me, but it's like a it's like a mediocre bomb. But I can't say it right now because it's going to ruin a yeah, surprise yeah, yeah, that's yeah, coming yeah, up. Yeah. You know, so yeah. often I have to save it. Um, but were you a brat about it or what? No, I just I said, listen, I was like, do what you got to do. Like it's your it's your decision, your life. Here's since you asked me, here's my opinion of yeah. how I feel about it. But you're an adult and you can do what you want, and I'll respect whatever you want. But thank you for asking for your opinion. You know what? That's yeah, pretty yeah, mature yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna give myself some maturity points for that one. Um. Thank you. Here we go. Are you often fed up with everyone and everything? <laughs> mm. Yes. Yes, I am. It says, when you're less mature, the world is full of minor annoyances and you are uh, unaware of your own privileges. Think about how often a day you complain about others and or different situations. Yeah. Do you express gratitude or do you stay stuck in rehashing everything that's gone wrong? Yeah, I do. I I'm like I'm like I'm like 70 30. I'm like 70 like I'm annoyed and 30% gratitude. I bring out the annoyed side a lot more on the radio cuz it's just a little bit more entertaining than like let me tell you all the things I'm grateful for today, mm-hmm. you know? But I mean just are you often fed up with everyone and everything? 
I have I have moments. I have moments, but I, I overall, wouldn't say that I'm like not overall. No. What percentage? I'm a lot better at like if something is annoying or I don't like. I'm a lot better as like kind of like imagining a shield around myself and okay. not allowing it into my space to I'm, affect me for the rest of the day. I put a bubble up. Um, and then one last thing: when things go wrong, do you usually pin the blame on yourself or others? When things go wrong, do you pin the blame on yourself or another? Says, well, um, well, it's more than normal to have a crabby day now and then. If you're caught up in self-blame or finding fault with everyone else around you, it's a sign that you could stand to work on your maturity. Lessons to see, blah, 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 basically. Uh, yeah, I think I have, I'm like 50-50 on that. I'm 50-50 because I am... I realized everyone's like shit comes from themselves anyway. You know what I mean? Like why they're upset. So you have to kind of figure that out. But like when I do something wrong, I'll always try to find where I went wrong. Yeah. You know, because mm -hmm. I don't think that anyone's like 100 percent innocent and 100 percent guilty. You yeah, know, yeah, like I don't, yeah. I don't believe in that. Um, so I give myself like a D plus of emotional emotional maturity. <laughs> what do you give yourself? Like if you with, with those answers, questions answer, what do you give yourself? I give myself a B. Okay. Plus. Room to grow. So almost an A. Yeah. Almost perfect. No, perfect. No one's perfect. An A. I give 90%. You think you're 90% emotionally mature. Yeah. 87.5% emotionally I think mature. I'm like 89.9%. And I say that, I say that because I'm really proud of like the work that I'm doing. I say that like, because this is a process that I'm in. This sure. Is a, this is something that I work on every single day. Yeah. And it's, I've made it a point to make it like a priority in my life. Yeah. So I can have healthy relationships and not place blame on my, my childhood and stuff. Okay. I think I'm like 65% emotionally mature. I think that's probably where I am. But uh, working on it. Work. It's a whole lot easier to work on this kind of stuff when you're actually in a relationship. Because when you're not, there's not as many of these things that pop up in front of you. Because I had to think, I'm like, when's the last time someone dropped a bomb on me? Or when's the last time? Yeah. Like, why would I have to stop myself from having a meltdown? But no, who? You get with what I'm who? Saying? Kiki, exactly. listen. It doesn't matter, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to make a comment and it's not going to be good for people under the age of 30. I understand that, but I want you to listen to my whole entire reasoning here, okay? Uh-huh. Women under the age of 30 are not good in bed. <laughs> Is that the right music for that? Do you think you feel that way because you had a bad sex life during your marriage when you were young? No, I don't. Let me explain to you how that we we got here. And I want to see if you agree. And YouTube show, hi, how are we doing? In case you don't know, we put our show on YouTube every single day where we do this every every Wednesday around, what time is it? Around 11-ish Eastern. And uh, what's up? Johnny E's on here. Tiny T's on. What's up? Um I want you to go with me here because this is this is what's going through my head recently is I, I share with you on the air and on my podcast. Mm -hmm. There's a girl that's 26 years old that's hitting me up. And honestly, I was apprehensive to talk about it because I was like, man, I'm about to get fucking railed over this. I'm going to get like all of these like you're disgusting dating someone that's so much younger. You know what I mean? Like, that's just terrible. Um and honestly, we brought on the air and like, everyone's like, oh, that's fine. Like most people would say, it's just, you know, just age is just a number. Don't even worry about it. So I'm like, okay, I feel better about that. I think I, at, yeah, at a certain point, it's like, who gives a fuck? I have never dated someone that much younger. Mm -hmm. Like the youngest I ever dated, well, I was 36 and she was 26. And I already had, I already had problems with that. But now I'm 38 and she's still 26. And I'm mm -hmm. like, ooh. Mm -hmm. um, you never really gave like your real opinion of that. 
Like she's younger than you. How does that make you feel? I think it's, I don't think age, because I, like I said, at a certain point, obviously when it's appropriate, if she was 18, I'd think you're a fucking weirdo. Yeah. But like when it comes to a certain point, like, you know, like mid twenties and stuff at that point, it's like, do your thing. When is I don't, the, I don't think it matters about age. I think it just matters about the people and like what place of life she's in and what stage of life she's in. Like you as a person, like if she, if she's like, you know misadventure and like wants to go do all these things or and go to all, all these the places time. you know as a person whatever yeah. you know it does, then that's not for you i don't i don't know who she is i don't know what kind of lifestyle she has so it depends on common interests i don't either um danielle says by the way on youtube she says it's 2021 no one cares anymore now does yeah. that go does that go all the way down to 18 like as long as they're legal we don't care anymore so if i'm 38 and she's 18 that doesn't bother anybody i would think that's weird so where's the weirdness cut off for you? That's what I'm trying to figure out. So 26 is fine. 25? Yeah, whatever. 24. I again, I don't I don't like it's based uh, on the person. I'm, I don't, I'm just throwing that I want that initial gut reaction. 18 you said was weird. I think I think 25, 26 is like comfortable. That would be like a cutoff until under that you're going to be like, Ugh. Just, yeah. Okay. So tw- so 26 still falls in like a comfortable range for you. Okay. So um, so anyway, this is, it's literally as of right now, absolutely nothing. We're just chatting back and forth, Instagram. And honestly, though, she's laying it on pretty thick. Mm-hmm. Like she's, she messaged me the other day and she was like, what was she saying? Something about just like, um, cause she has a kid too, right? She's got a kid. Kid yeah. looks to be about two, three, mm-hmm. but what did she say? She said something like, um, you need to know, like, I hope you know how hot you are. Something like, something about like my, just like out of the blue. She's obviously making a pair that she's that she she's like coming onto you. Probably the hottest, and by hottest, I mean like coming in the hottest of anyone that I've ever BS with. Usually, she's I feel just like, being forward. Yeah, usually I feel like I've got to be the one that's forward, you know. Yeah. But she is. She's like, she's doing. She's doing a lot. Yeah. A lot, and she's like almost like. I gotta be careful because I know she's probably gonna listen to this. <laughs> yeah, don't be fucking lame. Um, she, why can't you just she, leave it at she's being forward and honest? Yeah, just leave it at that. Move yeah, on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's my concern. Mm-hmm. I I I don't think because this goes for this is not just her because obviously I, I'm not even gone on a date with this girl yet I've not even asked her out yet yeah. so this is not specific in case you're listening but I'm a little bit scared to like if that were to progress to sleep with a 20 year old again mm-hmm. and I I say this and I and yes I, I don't say it just because of my ex-wife because obviously that's our sex life was not great but you know I've I have since my divorce I've been with women in their 20s and I've been with women in their 30s and, you know, at first I was like, man, like, ah, oh, you know, like to bang this 20 year old again, bro. Like, just go with bro talk here in my head, right? Like, yeah, yeah, you're being a dude. Yeah, bro. Like, you're 20 year old. You're going to go bang the 20 year olds again, bro. You're going to get, you know what I mean? This, this is like my mindset. Like, yeah, yeah, we're going to get it. We're going to get it. We're going to get it. Yeah. Um, And then, like, with like a 30 year old, like, like a mom, in my head, I'm like, this, this ain't going to be, this ain't going to be shit. You know what I mean? But, like, it's, it just is what it is. Uh, honest to God, I swear to you, every woman over the age of 30 has been so much better than any woman in their 20s when it comes to sex. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you why I think this is. From your personal experience. From my personal experience, right. it's this. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like for two reasons. Number one, I feel like women in their 20s are all trying to be porn stars. 
Okay. They're all, and, and by that, let me, let me this like to find also, that. These are the women that you're choosing to spend your time with as well. P- possibly. But this is not like, I've dated all, all genres of people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Different mm-hmm. types, different backgrounds, different everything. Yes. I feel like women in their 20s are trying to be a man's fantasy. Okay. They're trying to play into this. I like, I'm going to, I am here to be accepted sexually by a man. And since we have this idea, this pornography mindset, I feel like I've got to kind of turn this on a little bit. My experience. Mm-hmm. Women in their 30s, y'all. Oh, like women in their 30s. And I'm, this is actually a compliment. Women in their 30s, I feel like know their bodies better. Mm-hmm. They know what they want better. They, they're not just in it for the guy. I feel like when I, when I sleep with women in their twenties, it's always like, what's in it for the guy versus like what a woman in their thirties, they'll be like, listen, I like this, do this to me. Like, I don't want to do that. Or like, let's try It's just a different experience with a 30 plus woman than a woman in her Mm twenties. Thoughts. I think it goes back to the same thing, like I said, with the whole, you know, how do you feel about me dating a 26-year-old? I think it depends on the person. I don't agree with the whole age separation because it's based on the experience, like, with you. Like, you're saying, you know, they're not saying what they want. They're not comfortable with their bodies, all this kind of stuff. I feel like and so, that's your yeah. that's your experience yeah. with those particular women that were in their 20s. Right. Not all women that are in their 20s are like that. It's a blanket statement. Exactly. It's but, a blanket statement and I think it's based on your experience and I think it's based on like who you were able to spend time with and where they were in their life and their sexual experience. It's all. That's but what do I think you, about that. But do you think through your 20s, think about like, even like your, we, we can look from one relationship to another. Well, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I think, I think it's like, it's different. It's like whenever, it's not about the age. It's like the moment that you wake up and you're like, this is what I want to say. And I'm finally comfortable with saying it. And if that happens when you're 34 or if that happens for you when you're 24, it's all depending on your life experience. And when you're done putting up with whatever bullshit or when you, when you also, when it's like when you're pleasured a different way by somebody else, when you're like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, no it, one's it, ever, it no be. one's ever done that for me before. I didn't even know that was possible because I've never even fucking felt that before. And if that's taken, you know, who knows how many years to actually feel an actual pleasurable orgasm, then you're like, oh, so this right. is how it's supposed to feel. Yeah. And so from this point forward, I know what to ask for and I know what I want because prior to that, I haven't been fucking satisfied. So I think that depends on your experience and it doesn't come down to age. It comes down to like you actually having sex with who you're having sex with. Any- also, I think it depends on connection. Like if you're just fucking just to fuck, that's going to feel completely different when you're actually making love with someone. Completely different. And that isn't. that's not even based on age. That's based on the feeling and the connection whether it's passionate or a genuine connection to that person as a human being. Anybody in the YouTube show right now want to want to validate that comment? And I don't know. If it, I don't. I don't know anything about these people. I don't know who's. I don't know, honestly. I don't know a couple people that's on right now. I feel like women in their thirties are a lot better to sleep with than women in their twenties. And I mean, you may even feel that way. Like you may feel like you are a lot more confident in your thirties. Maybe. It, and I'd also be curious to see like people that have been married in between their 20s and their 30s like does it get different but then i'm like sitting here as i'm talking i'm like does that shit get even better in your 40s 
like, am I barking up the wrong tree? Am I going, am I heading in the wrong direction? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because you just get, do get more confident with yourself. Um, so I don't know. Anybody want to validate that? Women in their 20s, not as good sexually as women in their 30s. And that's, that's my statement. I'm sticking to it today. All right, let's take a break because we got to get more serious. We'll come back right after this, everybody. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. What's happening? I'm in denial that I'm not going to be home for Christmas. Mm -hmm. It's weird. I think like... Because we've been talking about, so just to catch you up on like my holiday plans, Yes. Garage Boy and I will be going back to Stockton, California for Thanksgiving as planned. This will be our first Thanksgiving together at home because last year we weren't able to travel home for Thanksgiving. It's really special to us because we actually met on Black Friday. So our relationship kind of began around the Thanksgiving time. So we're really excited to like, you know, be to be home and with our family and friends and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but we are spending Christmas in Alaska, so I will be going to Alaska next month, which is so like crazy to me just because I never imagined that I would even make it there in my life. It just wasn't a place that I ever thought that I would go to, you know, and this will be the first Christmas in my like 28 years of living that I won't be with my family. And it's a little bizarre to me. Because even like, even, you know, I obviously haven't lived in Stockton forever. You know, it, Thanksgiving would be here or there. Other holidays would be here or there. But Christmas was always like, no matter what, I could not be able to make it home the entire year. But Christmas was always you like made sure you were there. the milestone. Like, no matter what, just make sure you're home for Christmas kind of thing. And so now this is the first time we're not going to, I won't be with them. And what, it's a little weird to me. What did you do in your last relationship? I always went home for Christmas. You would just go home and he would he come with you? He only came home with me once. That that was a whole situation. <laughs> but yeah. What does that mean? That was we don't need to go to get into that. But no, yeah, I always, no matter what, <laughs> always went home for Christmas. Tell me one good thing about your last relationship. There has to be something positive. No, right? there is, yeah. Uh I think <laughs> that Because I always say my ex wife, like she's terrible, but like she's funny and she's really smart and she's attractive and you know. There's some redeeming qualities. And we, and we always had fun. To, we, we did always have fun together. I can always say something, but I feel like you could never, there's like nothing redeeming about your last relationship. No, that's not 
true. We just never talk. I mean, when when do we ever? It's not like on a random Tuesday. You're like, tell me five good things about your ex-boyfriend. <laughs> You've never done that before. You're like, spill out your heart and tell me all the fucking trauma about your life. Like seriously, he that was goofy, very like goofy and like a like a fun like his spirit in that sense was enjoyable. <laughs> And also, I appreciate his companionship while growing up because we grew up together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so that's, you know, pivotal in your life during those years. Um, I just think about back to emotional maturity. I just imagine like Garage Boy listening to this and be like, well, I hope you're fucking happy together. Because <laughs> that's never. exactly how I would act. Oh, really? Your fucking great companions? Then fucking go marry him. He would never. <laughs> He'd be like, that's cool. My emotional uh, maturity just, just went from a... A D minus to an F plus. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I gotta be honest. Can I not? Can we not delve into that a little bit? What do you mean? Like, why did your ex boyfriend never? You never spend the holidays with your ex boyfriend. Uh, well, uh, that's a weird thing, right? In yeah, nine it years, is. No, because the low key. Here's okay. The lowest of keys. We're not. <laughs> we're not gonna fucking get into this shit because anytime we talk about it, I literally get like hives. I get hives and like back pain. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Because it was so, there was such a separation between him and my family. Ah, that's it. That I like, you know, it w- It just took forever to for even to get him willing did to he put want, in so, any effort or fucking try. Did he want to? So I'm trying to figure never, out. Like, so never. He, he didn't want to go. It was so, literally the only reason why he went home that one time was because his mother like was like this is ter- like this is terrible <laughs> at this point because I you know I spent situations and whatever 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 whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that whole thing was a shit show. Okay. That whole thing was a shit show. That's what I was trying to figure out. So he didn't want to. No. Did your family did your family want him there? Well, obviously for a certain amount of time, no. They're, they're but then so... but then it got to a point where it was like, if this is if you are going to do this, then this needs to happen. Yeah. And so at that point it was like they were doing their part in trying. He just wasn't, you know. Wasn't doing his shit. No. To make it happen. Mm-mm. So you've never really had to split. Because I was thinking, well, I'm like, because in San Diego, I would do that. Like, if I if I had to stay and like work on all that kind of stuff, I'd be, you know, I'd spend holidays with them. But you never had to split it with a partner, really. No, because I would just leave, and he'd be like, "Bye, <laughs> see you when I get back." I'm like, "Fuck you." Emotional security, about maturity, number level F. Yeah. Um. So this is like really the first time you've had to do it. Yes. Yeah. But like, you realize. It's kind of like part is, of the. This is just the beginning. It's it's kind of part of the thing, right? Yeah, I know it is. I know. So why are you not? I'm just trying to. So take me to like your. It's just the first time. I think like I'm I'm aware that this is about to start. I'm fully aware of all those like moving parts. Yeah. I think I'm just like okay, here we go, year one. You know, because it's like we and and maybe maybe it won't always be Christmas. I do know that like we definitely need to be able to see her at least like once a year. You know? Sure. But I think, and we were talking about that too, because he's like, it's not always going to be Christmas, just this time, you know, this is how it worked out. And I was like, of course, obviously, you know. What do you, because you realize, and I'm sure there's plenty of people, YouTube show and listening to the podcast right now, like, you're going to have a baby one day. Yeah. And like, where's baby's first Christmas going to be? Stockton, because the majority of our family's there. What happens if grandma wants it? Well, that's the thing. It's like the majority of all them... Are there, and so I feel like to that go, would make more sense. Right now, it's just kind of a yeah, it's yeah. A coin with, with that kind of flip. thing, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, of course, there's gonna have to be a system. There's gonna have to be like rotations and going back and forth and back yeah. and forth. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, 
I've just I've never done this before. I've never like not. Do you feel like you're gonna you're gonna be? And I I'm asking you this out of just pure love and questioning, but like, do you feel like you're gonna be resentful? That you're not going to be with your family this holiday? I think that Honestly. I think that I'm going to have a hard time with it. I'm yeah. already having a hard time with it. But I am willing and understanding of the fact that like this is something that I want to do for him just because he hasn't been home to see his family in Alaska sure. in like two years. Yeah. And I know how hard that's been. So it's like, that's something I want to do for him. And I also like, that's a different part of him that I need to know too. Like, right. hey, there's a part, that's a part of him that grew up there and it's been a part of his life there. So it's very important to me and like necessary for me to know where he came from. When I was married, I always wanted to be at my house for Christmas. I think everybody wants to be their own fucking house for Christmas. Of their course. parents' house, you know, because it's just, I mean, Christmas is 98% nostalgia anyway. That's yeah. where all that excitement comes from. It's like being with your family and like all that things that, as a kid that it kind of evokes, you know? Um, but it, I mean, yeah, it is, it is part of like the system. Um, is there any part of you that thinks if I since I'm not excited, maybe I don't want to do this. No, I, I am excited to go. Like, I know, like, I'm so excited to go there. I, I think this is like, it still blows my mind that I'm going to Alaska. Yeah. Like, I didn't even think I would, <clears throat> I didn't even think I would leave Stockton, California. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm like, I'm about to go to fucking Alaska. I'm about to like, this shit looks like a computer screen on the on a window saver, you know? Right. I'm excited to have that experience. I'm excited to like meet his cousins. Like he comes from a really big family. I'm excited about that, mm -hmm. but I also think it's even harder because, you know, we are far away, Right. you know what I mean? And like, yes, I'm going home for Thanksgiving, but like, you know, it's it's different. Certain people come home, you know, for Christmas. It's like kind of like everybody, everyone's there. Whereas like Thanksgiving, at least from, you know, certain things, certain people, certain friends and family is a toss up on like who's going to be home, you know? If, if anyone on the YouTube show, like if you guys are married in relationships, like how do you, how do you split that time up, you know? See, we had it like even crazier because when you, you guys kind of do too, but we had, so we had my family and then we had my ex's dad and my ex's mom. They didn't live in the same area. So we had three different areas and her grandma. And so everybody was kind of, other places so basically we had to split the holidays between four different families and also it's like you guys are from two different states like we're that, garage boy now we're saying. talking about that over the weekend how like fortunate and thankful we are Did you that guys we are from in? the same hometown and, and hit like 95 percent of your family and not you only like I mean? not only family but just like certain understanding understandings of like things and how we were brought up and where we come from yeah. you know i when you said this there are certain times like, do you miss being single at all? No. Like, sometimes you'll tell me shit like this, and I'm like, fuck, I'm so thankful that I'm single. But this it, is just, like, me, though. You know I'm very different. We've already had the one peen, one vagine conversation. True. Like, I, I know but that like, don't I you wish am that you a particular could just... human. Like, I've literally, like, I've always wanted, like, I li at a certain age when I, like, could understand the concept of marriage... I was just like, oh, well, then that's it for me. Like, when the fuck is that shit going to go down? I'm ready for that. But like, is, it, as, is it really what you want? Because I feel like if it's really what you wanted, you'd be like, yes, I've been looking forward to finally being able to spend the holidays I with am. my significant other's I family. Am, and I no am. matter, there w would there be a sadness there? 
If I wasn't willing and ready and wanting to do that, I wouldn't even fucking go. Every day I have one of my parents saying some crazy shit to me. <laughs> you know, like if it was that crazy and, and how close Tell we are. Tell the story about the pajamas really quick. We, we, oh, we only told it really quick on the uh, on the oh, podcast. Oh, you guys, my I mean, mother. Like the club. You know when your parents like, it's like they say shit to you and they don't even realize what kind of shade they're throwing at you. And I don't know if she meant, to, I, I genuinely don't think she meant to do this on purpose. I really don't. Mm -hmm. I don't think she meant to do this maliciously. But at this point, who knows? I never know with her. So my mom's at Target and every single Christmas, she always gets Christmas pajamas. She gets Christmas themed pajamas. We all wear them. We're all matching. It's a tradition. In the morning, we open presents. We have Jack in the box. Like my dad has been doing that since he was a kid. Like all the things, right? So my mom's in Target and she's like, first she sends me a picture of pajamas. Like she's like, do you like these? And I'm like, oh, I love them. And she goes, well, your sister doesn't like them. Never mind. So we can't get them. And I'm like, okay. She calls me and I'm like, what's going on? She's like, should I even get these? And I said, why wouldn't you get them? What are you talking about? You want to go to a different store? And she's like, no, should I even get these? Like, should we just not even do Christmas pajamas this year? And I go, why? And she's like, well, you're not coming home. So like, should we just not even do it? And I was like, mom, it's not like I'm not going to have a phone or like connection to FaceTime right. here. Like I can fucking wear the Christmas pajamas, like, why wouldn't you get them? She's like, well, you're just not going to be here, so maybe we can just recycle old ones. And I was like, there is no, you have literally never done that in your entire life. There's no reason why the Christmas pajama tradition needs to be completely over just because I'm not going to be there. Should we call them? No. They'll be pissed? I don't think, I don't want to. I'm wondering how they're feeling, because I, I, how they're feeling about you not coming home for Christmas. It's the same feeling. Like my dad's like, anytime we talk about it, he's like, no, this is something you need to do. Like it's time for you to go there. It's, it's like been acceptance, a long time. but then nobody wants it. It's acceptance, but it's yeah. just sad. And it's just because we're obsessed with each other. It's so funny because I feel like your last relationship wasn't really like a great example of like no, it wasn't. a normal relationship. <laughs> it was not. Because you guys were kind of so separate in a lot of different ways. Yeah, it was completely... So you were kind of like single sometimes because nobody in a relationship after year two or three is typically, typically, blanket statement, spending the holidays apart. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So the fact that it's the first time at age 28 that you've done this, you know? Yeah. It's pretty, pretty extraordinary. You know? Extraordinary. Mm -hmm. Extraordinary, some may say. I think it's just one of the things you got to digest. I think, I mean, people... Yeah, I know. It sucks because relationships really are a compromise and that's the most easy buzz term thing you can say but what that really means is like there's so many things you're going to want to do you just can't do anymore it's just a growing experience as well. it's also it's a very good learning experience for all of us because like with my parents they need to understand yeah. you know that it's not not number one all the time right. we have to take turns darren the flight attendant said at that point it won't be a question because grandma will be living with him and okay it's true okay darren because Jess is, you know, in case you haven't been here the last couple episodes, uh, Jess is okay, Darren, I possible mother-in-law, future mother-in-law. He's not wrong. Um, we'll He's be living wrong. in your house anyway, so there will be no Alaska trip. Um, uh, same thing. Same yeah. thing for Tiny T. It's true. Everyone um, will be together at that time. It'll be good. I've never felt you less enthused. <laughs> it will be Good. I feel like you're having a meltdown, Jess. I'm not having I feel a like meltdown. you're having a life meltdown. Are you sure you want to be in a relationship? Take Garage Boy out of as a human. Not, Are you I'm sure? Not, I'm not having a life meltdown at all, actually. I think it's just like <laughs> I I'm just 
honestly, I've never felt more aware and in control of my feelings and like of, you know, knowing what I want to do and also willing to sacrifice. I've never like felt that way about anybody ever. Like if I if I didn't fucking love this human being with all of my heart, there's no way in hell that <sighs> I would not spend Christmas with my family yeah. and with my Nana and like all the, there's no way I wouldn't do it. So that's how I know. That's how you know he's the one. That's how I know. If, I, if I'm going to tell my Nana, that's how I Does know. Does she know yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's she feel? Same thing. She's yeah. sad. But she gets it. I mean, everybody gets it, Every, I'm sure. Everybody gets it, it. Everyone gets it. They're, and they're, they're willing to do that just because they love him too, you know? If yeah. they didn't like him, it'd be a different story. I'll be banging 20-year-olds for Christmas this year, Jessica. <laughs> Wherever the fuck I want to do it. Do whatever Honestly, you like, real talk, though. Like, it's really, I'm genuinely excited for Thanksgiving this year to be able to go off my best friend down to Mexico. Good. That's fun for me. It's very fun. You know what I mean? I'm excited about it. You I should be, I think it's so awesome that you guys continue to do that. Yeah. Just two bros in Mexico. <laughs> so it's going to be, it's going to be fun. That's cool. Anyway, uh, that's it. That's it, everybody. Thanks for being here. Episode 55, the one they said would never be made. It's on the Reddit thread. Whatever. Where we find you, Jess? At Jess Do It, J-E-S-S-D-U-I-T-T on all socials, and Low Key is my podcast. Can we get a new Low Key episode before the end of the year? Maybe. Be nice. Maybe like a holiday wrap-up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> year in review. Yeah, that'd be cute, huh? Year in cry view. Yeah. How <laughs> stupid. I know. A <laughs> year in cry view. I know, I love it. I'm that guy Kramer on Instagram. Hit me up. Uh, Certified Mama's Boy. That's it. We'll see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Bye, YouTube. Bye. Bye. Be good. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.